1: Welcome to Analog Jones and the Tempo of Film. I'm Steve. And I'm Matt. And we're a VHS podcast that looks at the box art trailers and behind the scenes. I'm a little rusty.
0: Who's who's rusty over there? What's
1: uh, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Matt. It's been a while, but welcome back. Oh,
0: it's good to, good to be here. Good to be uh, back for for right now. <laughs> Till <laughs> Til the next adventure. <laughs> it's been
1: a while since we got together. And last time uh, I had set up that we were going to do The Crow and Dark City. Cinema presents a startling new vision from the director of the
0: crow. On the edge of reality. And the threshold of illusion lies a world beyond all imagination. I call them strangers. The city. Everyone in it is their experiment. They mix and match our memories. There's no way out! Take
1: Dark City rated R starts Friday, February 27th. Now I did the crow. With a couple of uh, special guests, but Dark City is going all to you.
0: Ah, thanks, thanks for saving it because I watched it. I'd be really mad if. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, no, I'm glad. I'm glad uh, we're doing this one. Um, the who was on the Crow one again? Remind me. Scott and John. Nice, nice. How did they like it? They enjoy watching. Oh, it? Oh yeah, we all loved it. it nice. That movie's
1: so much fun. It, it's just a straight, easy, simple revenge film that has just. Beautiful visuals thrown into it. Yeah, I,
0: I like that movie a whole lot.
1: Probably it, it's up there in one of my favorite comic book movies. Same, yeah. same. It's yeah, definitely really the '90s it. comic book movie, though.
0: Oh, early '90s. Yeah, that's yeah. like '94, just like on screen. '90, 90, '90. Mm. 90, you, you guys know my '93, '94, '95 regions like my favorite to operate in.
1: <laughs> yeah. And from the same director, I was Poyos. I don't know how to say his last I name. I you're right? I think it's Poyos. It's,
0: Pro, Proyas 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 What's going on Proyas <laughs> I don't know I don't know What
1: After Gods of Egypt uh, I just you, we, No one should pronounce his name right That movie's so I That movie's so awful I can't finish it
0: I've, I've seen it And it is It's like awful But not like in a way like Where I'm like Oh it's so bad You gotta see it It's like it's just awful It's just awful
1: <laughs> No and I, I can't figure out What they were trying to do with it This movie on the other hand Uh, I think is great, but the lead uh, lead character, lead man, uh, Murdoch. I think that actor was probably a bad choice.
0: Mm, Okay. So
1: I I wonder what you think about
0: him. All right, we'll get into it. I guess when we get into it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. First, uh, I guess we should. um, I I, you know who cares about uh, all the starring people? We'll end up talking about it because this is loaded with stars. Yeah. There's a lot of people in 90s stars. Yes. There's
0: a lot of there's a lot of cool people in this one.
1: Yeah, so when we, like, pop this in, I guess we'll get right into... Well, I guess you can read the description first.
0: Yeah, uh, so here's, here's our box. Um, looks like you've got this from Hollywood Video. Did you yes. actually get this from Hollywood Video, or did you get this, like, secondhand?
1: Yeah, so a long time ago, I worked at Hollywood Video for, say, about two weeks before they shut down. Oh, nice. You yeah. closed
0: Hollywood Video. Good job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: they hired me, and then one week later, one of the managers goes, Oh, I just got bad news, man. Uh, we're closing. And so I'm like, "Okay." And he's like, "But the good news is you can buy all these, you know, fucking movies for like $2."
0: And you're like, "Sign me up."
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so this is an old one. I've had this one for quite a while. Nice. Yeah, we've got we got a cover. Uh says Dark City. You got your cast on top from the director of the crow. Um we got our lead character like kind of stuck in a clock and it's kind of out of focus. We see the city in the background. It's very like comic booky, drawn behind him and then we see the faces of like uh, some of the cast members we have on here um I cannot read the tagline because it is blocked by the uh, sticker but I'll flip over to the back here and I'll I'll read some of the quotes on the back uh two thumbs up from Siskel and Ebert uh, an eye-popping visual feast from CBS TV a frightening dream a dizzying trip from the Gannett newspapers uh, good <laughs> sure. yeah I don't know what that is Gannett, yep I don't know what that is. Uh, so here's our description for those of you who don't know what Dark City is. Welcome to a world where mystery and madness collide. From the director of The Crow comes a futuristic thriller that's a dark, dazzling sci-fi mind-bender, CBS TV. When John Murdoch, Rufus Sewell Dangerous Beauty, awakens in a strange hotel room, he finds that he is wanted for a series of brutal murders. The problem is that he can't remember a thing. Pursued by the police and haunted by the strangers, mysterious beings who possess the ability to stop time and alter reality, he seeks to unravel the twisted riddle of his identity. But in a city where reality is the ultimate illusion, discovering the truth could be fatal. Also starring Kiefer Sutherland, Jennifer Connelly, and William Hurt, Dark City is an astonishing visual and dramatic triumph. Roger Ebert. Rated R, 100 minutes.
1: Yeah, that's an incredible, um, screenplay in my opinion uh were how they've got the twists and turns of the neo-noir
0: yeah it's it's it uh watching this again uh like i guess i hadn't seen it in some time i remember seeing when the when the darks the director's cut of this came out on dvd they did a couple screenings of it and i remember going to a screening of that but that was probably a still Twelve years ago, now when that DVD came out, I don't remember, but it was it was some time ago. So I haven't seen this in a long time. So seeing this again, it like reminded me of kind of what like uh, Inception was kind of trying to do. And I do not like Inception, but I re- I do like this movie. So. Yeah, I think
1: this is more of like the pre Matrix.
0: A little bit too. I could see I could see the Matrix in there as well.
1: Yeah, it's or or definitely Blade Runner with the city. Right. In a way. But I actually think this instead of copying Blade Runner City, which many, many, many movies have done, I believe this one evolved it.
0: Yeah, they do something new. They really yeah. do. I mean, they do the futuristic uh, you know, everything's dark, everything's wet, but like it's new. it's it's uh, it's a cool look that they have for this movie in the world of this movie.
1: Yeah, I always like The Fifth Element and Dark City's way of doing the Blade Runner futuristic like cyberpunk, you know, you know like it's it's futuristic but like it's basically all scumbags.
0: Yeah, and it has the Dark City has like this almost like like influence of like the 50s futurism thing. So if you see like uh like the Batman animated series like mm-hmm. kind of how that has that art deco yeah. 50s futurism feel, this movie kind of has that too a little bit.
1: Yeah and you probably know that I'm a massive art deco uh movie like visual fan. I mean, rocketeer posters literally right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I I think it's beautiful, the the bold geometric shapes. If any newbie film person is in here listening to this and you stumble upon when we say like art deco in these, it's it's bold geometric shapes. That's really what it comes down to. And then they really put their own 90s twist on it with the stylized blue Black. I would almost say like I don't. Know, I, I guess they kind of just put like a blue filter, but I know it's more than that.
0: Yeah, it is, it's that. Uh, if you guys, if you guys are kind of looking for like, if you've never seen Dark City and you're looking for like a visual palette to maybe go off of, think of like the music videos from this yeah, time. Yeah, Nine go. Inch Nails, mm-hmm. um, uh, Orgy. You know, like all the the new metal bands, the industrial bands from like the late '90s. If you've seen one of their music videos, it sort of has that look. Yeah, color
1: wise, that's a good way of saying it. So I guess let's go back in time when we used to do this. If you saw this in a video store, do you rent this?
0: Ah, uh, the cover. Ah, it's intriguing. It's not great. No, I sort of like the the theatrical poster is just sort of the out of focus him on the clock, but adding all kind of this other shit, you know, mm-hmm. with like the 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 cat, the floating heads at the bottom, and like kind of. Very text heavy. I don't know if I snag this right away. I guess he's like screaming. So it looks like it's Mm going to be like a thriller horror movie. So I'm interested maybe. But I don't know if I'm grabbing this right away. The reason I did.
1: I did not see this in theater. I don't even remember this coming out. Because this came out in 98. Yeah. And what I found out today. And I did not know this. Was this was finished and production or post was basically done in late ninety six and they wanted to come out with it somewhere in ninety seven and they pushed it. Pushed it. Pushed it all the way to ninety-eight. Which to me this is a new line, right? New line with Warner Brothers. Yeah, new line. Yeah. Um they must have not felt good about this. And I part of me after watching this knows why. As because I probably hadn't seen this in Five six years, something. It's been a while, and I certainly wasn't looking at it the way I'm watch, you know, looking and watching it now. Now I'm more like, uh breaking it down, kind of looking at certain things. Before I was just like, Duh, it's on the background.
0: Yeah, I, uh, um, I think it also. This was one, and we'll probably talk about this after the, we talk about the movie. But I know this one got chopped up. Too pretty bad from New Line, which is not like not really in their MO, which is not something they typically would do.
1: I've seen the director's cut, and I don't really think it's tremendously better.
0: I've seen them so far apart from each other that I can't compare. Like, I can't compare, like, I've seen them both, but I can't compare them.
1: I just don't get it. Like, when I watched the director's cut, I was like, oh, I see what he was trying to do, but I. I have read people online I've read some opinions online where they're like the director's cut is far superior. And yeah, I just that, don't see that.
0: That seemed to be the general consensus so like when that director's cut came out like I said I saw that in a theater kind of around the same time when the 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 re-release or whatever came out. Um and I don't remember having that feeling, you know, like I remember everybody talking about being like this is the original vision, this was the way this movie now this movie can finally become a classic. And I remember seeing it in the theater being like I don't know. I kind of feel the same way about this as I did before. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: think the beginning improved quite a bit on the director's cut uh, because of how they cut in, you know, when you're introduced to the world and you have the wheezing, hissing, um, you know, I don't remember Kiefer Sutherland's doctor's name. No, I don't remember either. Uh, I only remember Murdoch's name and then the two main bad guys. Book, Mr. Book. Which I don't know is called Mr. Book and then Mr. Hand, which Mr. Hand is by far the star in this, steals the show in my opinion.
0: Is that Richard O'Brien? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's my favorite
1: in this movie too. I, he's probably everyone's favorite. Yeah. And then you know Jennifer Connelly, even though she's not really in this much and doesn't have much to do, she's just stunning and she's perfect for neo noir movies.
0: Yeah, she was tailor made, especially this one, which has sort of the the fifties vibe, and she has that sort of mm-hmm. like old Hollywood look about her, so fits in. Uh, And then even uh, Melissa George, too. The blonde in this is perfectly cast. Like, this is probably the best role she's done.
1: Yeah, I kind of wish the females in this movie were more important to the story.
0: Yeah, they don't don't have a ton
1: to do. But I always wonder, is that on purpose? Because in the old noir movies, females basically didn't have much to do. Right, they were (laughs) the femme fatales or the
0: blonde bombshell. You know, that was basically what they had to do so maybe yeah maybe that's what they're going back for but
1: this was in the 90s when female you know stars were getting more they were getting juicier roles because hollywood was like
0: (laughs) hollywood was waking up a little bit (laughs)
1: they're like uh like pulling their collar. plus females were making money ripley and then you had a whole assortment come in in the early 90s It still took, like, another 20 years before we're really, like, diving into them. But, you know, Hollywood's
0: slow. uh, Jennifer Connelly probably got paid pretty good on this Mm -hmm. because she is actually listed. She's the first one after the title. So you get Rufus Sewell and Kiefer above the title, and then Mm -hmm. she's the first listed. So she probably got at least paid pretty well, even though she just kind of had to play, like, the wife role.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's always sad when they're just... You know, their whole point of living in the story is for a man. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And it's funny that Kiefer Sutherland kind of gets above the title treatment because he's not super in this either. Like... I don't quite know what he's doing in this role. <laughs> I think he's fun to watch, though. I
1: agree. I, I, <laughs> I don't know either, but yeah, it's fun to watch. <laughs> every time I watch this film, I'm like, I don't know if this is working, but I'm not taking my eyes off. Yeah. But that's not always a good thing. I think in this one, it's it's fine.
0: Oh, yeah. It's yeah. it's a weird choice, and I like it, because he doesn't do a lot of weird stuff. He typically plays Kiefer Sutherland and things, especially lately. But like, yeah. it's fun to see him play a little bit here. Yeah,
1: I agree. It's once he got past, you know, I would say Lost Boys, which that's kind of a weird role. Yeah, he gets to play there, too. And he's got a few others. Like, I always remember when he was the voice in Phone Booth. Oh, yeah. I always thought that was odd, but that's just a voice. Yeah. How much did he actually work?
0: I don't know. That movie is pretty... No, it's awesome. It's it's uh, it's uh, pretty centralized on that voice, so he might have actually like put some time into that. <laughs> well, I just think he's
1: got an excellent voice. Oh, I yeah. think it comes really natural to him. Yeah. So I wonder, you know, now twenty four. I could give a shit about that Kiefer Sutherland. I no offense to any fans of that show. I don't care about TV series hardly ever.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't care. <laughs> and I, don't I, care.
1: I feel like he's a dick. In real life? Yeah. 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 I, I feel like it, like at least maybe he's such a good actor that like I have that like I get that like kind of feeling from him. Really? Like he's just like uh, get me my water, make sure it's sparkling, it's room temperature. <laughs> you know, well,
0: like, Kiefer, since you're listening, just yeah, write in, yeah. let us know. Are you a dick in real life? <laughs> I don't know though. But he could be awesome, and he could like save puppies
1: from like you know hurricane stricken environments (laughs) whatever
0: maybe who knows who knows where were we going with this i I felt like i had a point to (laughs) it's been a while since we've done this i I felt like the direction you're going i was like i have something really good to say here it's gone (laughs) we went too far off the path
1: (laughs) it's what we're known for (laughs) rambling to the point that we lose listeners
0: oh no we're only gaining them right (laughs) Uh, apparently i don't know how (laughs)
1: uh so let's uh let's get into the trailers on this which we'll pop this tape in and we had a uh, you know just like new line always does they don't let us down with trailers
0: yes now playing at a motion picture theater near you
1: so looking at them because i have them down on a list here because there's too many to remember uh first we always you know we have to have the movie line magazine promo I love these. Yeah, they're just... I love these. (laughs) So tabloidy.
0: Yeah, so uh, these are like, basically like if you watch like E! in the 90s, this is what this was. (laughs) Gossip about celebrities, who's sleeping with who, you know, this kind of thing. I love Who's dating who... Yeah, yeah.
1: What are they wearing?
0: Yeah, I love it. Oh.
1: Barf just came to the door she's checking us out she must just, be done with her bone yeah now she's trying to see what well, we're up to <laughs> and then next we had one of the longest trailers i've ever seen for a movie pleasantville uh four and a half minutes wow wow we still haven't watched this movie on this we've seen pleasantville's trailer a lot well, yeah
0: we because we've been watching a lot of stuff from like 98 97 you know when this came out from new line yeah we haven't watched this and no. well it's a, we're good tra- than- it's a good it's a long trailer but it's a good trailer because it does get you to want to watch the movie at least that's how oh, i yeah. felt when i watched it i was like i want to watch this again and i don't own it on vhs me neither you? me yeah. neither that was kind of a sleeper kind of came and went so i was i don't think i even in my travels now and searching for vhs is i've never seen it
1: that's what i was gonna say i don't see this often at no. all no i don't even mm. see
0: the dvd really anymore
1: it's a weird one no It's, uh, I tell you one that's uh, readily available is the next one, Rush Hour. Oh, yes. That's everywhere. 50 Cent bins. Yes.
0: Yes. And, uh, seeing this trailer again just reminded me how much I don't like the first movie. Because all the funny parts are in this this trailer.
1: I haven't seen, we've talked about this so many times, I haven't seen the Rush Hours probably since they came out.
0: Not missing much. Yeah, I'm not a... i am not like two, I guess, but...
1: (laughs) I'm not the like i like buddy cop movies obviously uh, but i t- i just don't like like where they always set it up they're like east meets west yeah. you know and you're like ah yeah this has been done forever in kung fu movies all the way back in the 70s this isn't new and to me this was just like 90s like audiences being like hey this is great
0: this yeah. has never been done before yeah chris tucker's funny but he just didn't get utilized that well, you know, in this.
1: I like weird Chris Tucker,
0: like, from Fifth Element. Yeah. I like uh, to see him play a little bit more.
1: Yeah, this one is just,
0: like, Chris Tucker kind of be a clown. Right. And, kind of. But, then like, also, they tried to make him, like, an action star in this. And it's like, I don't yeah. need him to be an action star. I like, like Friday Chris Tucker.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Man, I, I can't remember him as an actor. Like, I know what you're saying, but I just... Don't even see him in an action. He's not an action star.
0: No. He's
1: he's he's funny in a very particular way. I, I don't even know how to describe what he does, but let's move on to
0: Blade trailer. <laughs> yes, Blade. God, this trailer got me so hyped when this movie was coming out. I was so stoked for this one. It's amazing how dated
1: this, that film is, like of the 90s. It's, yeah, it's a super but it holds up. It's fucking awesome, that movie.
0: I don't know if it holds up. <laughs>
1: opinion, I, I haven't seen it in a long time. But when I watched the trailer, I was like, woo,
0: 90s. Yeah, there's some bad 90s, CGI yeah. in there. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> so, and then, oh, Wedding Singer afterwards. Uh, always, that's one of the Adam Sandler movies I still like. Me too. Yeah. Me
0: too. I don't like a lot of, I didn't, actually, when they were coming out, I didn't like a lot of Adam Sandler movies. Uh, and I still don't like a lot of Adam Sandler movies, but the Wedding Singer, I like a whole lot. I think it's funny. You
1: didn't like the new detective one that's on Netflix?
0: Or? No, I didn't watch it cuz I'm not going to like it.
1: <laughs> it's like clue in a way. It it's a I we watched it. It is a Friday night movie. It, like you're you're stressed out from work, you want to relax and you it's just on and you're like after it's done you're like, "Well, okay.
0: <laughs> I did something." <laughs> yeah. So that, I I never <laughs>
1: I I think we sat through the entire movie, and I laughed out loud one time.
0: But and you I, still sat through the whole movie, so that's I something. didn't want to. I just didn't want to move.
1: <laughs> it's not terrible. It's just not good. It's right there in the middle. Gotcha. We Oh, Mr. Nice Guy, little teaser trailer was on uh, after that. Another Jackie Chan, because, man, New Line, love pumping the Jackie Chan movies out. You're cranking them out. Then we had the Woo trailer. yes. Never seen this movie
0: that I saw around this time, for whatever reason, I saw a lot of movies like this, but I can't remember if I've seen this one.
1: Then we had Paul Meadow. Never seen. No, don't.
0: No, I don't even remember this one, to be honest with you. (laughs) This
1: is just one that
0: I wonder if they like purchased this one, like a festival one, maybe something. Well, they're just dropping it on video. Yeah, so it wasn't probably didn't even have like a theatrical release. Probably not. That's probably why we've never heard of it. Yeah, and (laughs) you just said it right now, and I was like, I've watched these trailers, and I do not remember this one at all. (laughs)
1: So it's time for the feature presentation.
0: And now our feature presentation.
1: When this movie starts, I I instantly know I'm going to like it. But in the VHS cut of this, the beginning of this just kind of like confuses me because shows Keith or Sutherland like is he like heavy bru- what is he doing
0: <laughs> was this was this like added later I don't the Keith Sutherland I don't know. uh like to make him more a part of the movie or something i don't i don't know this this is not like, i don't know, I this, don't is know. Not, like, this is not like something that i've researched it's just like it seems like this yeah. voiceover narration at the beginning was added later yeah
1: cuz it definitely in the director's cut the beginning is different yeah so maybe and yeah. see here's one thing I did not do in this. I did not watch the director's cut, you know, after this. I just watched the the theater cut that we have. So I don't know, but I do remember the beginning is different.
0: Yeah, I and I'm same. I haven't seen the the director's cut in a long time, so I don't I don't remember. This I haven't seen either of them in a long time and then finally watched the theatrical, so I can't tell you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then it goes into this whole setup of he wakes up. Does he wake up in a bathtub? And then there's a dead girl. And then he's being chased by the detective. I, something like that. He's set up. He doesn't know who he is. So it's like you're trying to figure out the story with the character type movie. Right. right. And he's accused of a murder. He's running from William Hurt, which is the inspector or detective. Uh-huh. And one thing you notice about this movie right away is it's
0: always night. Yeah, it's always night. Um, I I do think you're right too. He wakes up in the the bathroom and he is he is being chased. I don't know if that's when we see the dead girl. If we find out about that later, I don't remember where the dead girl pops up. Um, but yeah, he is he and he has no memory, and mm-hmm. he's fleeing from uh, the detective as well as the strangers who we meet too, very early on in the movie.
1: Yeah, I kind of wish this movie and maybe the director's cut did. Is where we just wake up with him to start the movie. I believe that's the best way to do this. If you're going to set this, because Keith Sutherland in the theater, theatrical cut, like was just like, he was telling about all the tuning and everything like that. To me, that feels like a studio going, they won't understand it.
0: This is the Blade Runner thing, you know, having to add the narration to explain the movie later. No, just show it. Yeah, I mean, if you're having a character waking up with no memory, not knowing who he is, not knowing what he did, not knowing what happened. We can we can be the you know, we're yeah. starting with him then, so we can be the audience to follow along with it like, storytelling wise, it makes more sense. So we don't need it to explain the audience can figure it out. <laughs>
1: but is that us being film nerds?
0: No, I think this is the case of uh, Hollywood not understanding how not I don't want to say smart, but like how much smarter audiences are than they typically give them credit for. Okay. I think cool. I don't think we need it. I don't think I don't even think no. a regular audience needs it.
1: First of all, after they tell us everything about it, I still don't get it. Like when I'm I know the movie and when I listen to it, I'm like, "Wait, tuning? They're people trying to study humans? What the fuck does that mean?" And then when I see it on film, I'm like, "Oh, right. They're weirdos and they don't understand us and they're right. studying." Right. You don't really like I don't really need a long fucking drawn out exposition on this bullshit because i don't care until i see it
0: right right exactly and yeah you can't understand and there's there's still a lot of things in this movie that i don't understand period but that's okay because that's this kind of movie like i don't need to understand it to like it you know so i don't need everything explained
1: this movie just provides a nice buffet
0: of visuals right and i feel like that's
1: first and foremost what you needed to do in this. And they did. So I think that was like, there's a huge pro on this. I love the visuals, the art deco, the lighting, everything like that. What I don't like is Murdoch, the char- the actor here. Uh, I don't feel, what- he's a good actor. I'm not saying that. So don't confuse that. What I mean is, when he did The Crow, Brandon Lee burst off the screen. Right. He was charisma and, defined. Yeah. <laughs> and you were in a murky depressing city and the story even though the crow ends up ending well it's still not a good place to be yeah and with this when you have that type of story you need someone who leaps off the screen in my opinion to just like capture the goodness of what could have hope i believe even when this movie ends i still don't have hope because i'm like yeah but this guy has no fucking charisma
0: yeah, he he's interesting here. Rufus Sewell. Um I feel like he's made a career of being like miscast unfortunately cuz he is good. Yeah, that's He's a good actor. I've seen him in other stuff and I like him, but like he I do feel like often uh people don't know what to do with him when he's cast and stuff. This one though, I'm a little I'm I'm differing a little from you here. I don't mind him in this. I don't love him in this, but I don't dislike him you know like i don't mind him i don't mind following him
1: well i think that's the problem like you don't mind him yeah i want to follow brandon lee i will go anywhere with that man right right. and there's there's a lot of character there's a lot of leading men and women from the 90s mostly men because let's be
0: honest it's hollywood yeah that's Uh, what they were casting at the time
1: so and i always go back to will smith but damn it even in a bad movie will smith's never really the problem
0: yeah it's true it's yeah um, I think, I wonder if sort of like sort of pushing Kiefer Sutherland to be more in the movie was like New Line's way of seeing that maybe, and they were like, "Well, Kiefer's in it too," and because before yeah. I saw this movie, like I was a little aware of it. I remember kind of mm-hmm. seeing like a teaser trailer or something uh, before, like Austin Powers or something like that. Uh, so I was a little aware of this movie when it was coming out, but I was convinced that Kiefer Sutherland was the star of the movie. So, so did I. I? I remember when I first got this tape
1: it was i want to say maybe right outside of high school maybe somewhere in college and someone just told me like oh you like sci-fi movies this is one of the most underrated i've ever seen i looked at it and i'm like wait jennifer conley Sutherland, what the fuck i've never heard of this oh and then i saw from the director of the crow which i was like wait what <laughs> where did this come from then i watched it and i was like oh this movie's great sort of and I think that's the problem. Like it's, I don't know. I, 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 to me, this is this feels like a movie. It's
0: for film nerds. Maybe, maybe a little bit. Yeah, it is for. You gotta like a certain kind of thing to like. Yeah. It. So like, I would not. I wouldn't. I mean, jumping ahead, but like, I wouldn't wholeheartedly recommend this to everybody. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I would recommend this to nerds, sci-fi people, visual people, '90s people, but not, <laughs> yeah. not like. Everybody.
1: <laughs> Let's go into the main baddies in this. How do you feel about the... I guess as a spoiler, but extraterrestrial? I mean, they're aliens. Yeah. But they're not your typical aliens. I,
0: li- I like the... So the Strangers, I think, are like a cool concept and a very 90s concept. You know, the big leather jackets, the mm-hmm. bald okay. heads, white skin. Very night Everything's like very 90s with them. Uh, but... I mean, the the genius. This is this is, this is where we'll give uh, Proyas some some credit here, major credit here, yeah. uh, casting the genius of bringing Richard O'Brien into this movie.
1: The strangers are based off his character in Rocky Horror Picture Show, and he did not know if he was going to cast him because well, he just never worked with him.
0: Yeah, and he, Richard O'Brien doesn't do a lot of movies. No. He doesn't. It's just the way it is. Like but, I only know him from maybe three movies. Right, same. Yeah. And two of them are Rocky Horror movies. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So um, when he
1: met with him in London, he's, he's like, oh, okay, you do fit this character. Because he didn't know. He's like, I wanted visually to look like that, but I didn't want... You know, I didn't know if he could play this character. <laughs> and then he said right away, he's like, no, he, he knocked my socks off. He's perfect.
0: And this is this is kind of going to your Brandon Lee point. Talk about somebody who jumps off the screen exactly. in this movie. Like, he's not the star. He's the main baddie. But, like, God, he, like, every time he's on screen, you can't take your eyes off him.
1: Maybe that's a problem, too, is Murdoch, the actor, what's his name again? Rufus Sewell. Rufus Sewell. I don't think he can compete with O'Brien.
0: No, I don't think so either.
1: So right there, uh, this is really weird. At one point when I, actually when I watched the film this time, I was kind of, this is messed up, but I was kind of cheering for Mr. Hand to win. And that's weird.
0: Yeah, he's more he's more charismatic, he's more likable, even though he's the bad guy in yeah. this. So like, yeah, you... you it's the problem we've talked about a hundred times uh, with leading actors—they give us a blank slate, but then they don't give us anything else. Yes, and that's what happened, I think, here.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I really wonder what would happen if they just would have cast someone else, or just let, just let him go. Just maybe he's got something else. Like obviously, you let Kiefer Sutherland do
0: it. Yeah. But- yeah, it would have been interesting to see Sewell play, like, a big character. Like, he could have no memory and be trying to figure it out, but, like, let him play it a little bigger. Yeah, they've been... Because I've been seen Sewell give some big performances. Isn't he in Gods of Egypt as well, giving a giant yes. performance? Yeah. I've seen him give big performances, so, like... <laughs> oh, no, yeah, he can... I would like to see him do that here, maybe. Yeah,
1: Gods of Egypt, though. <laughs> it's... I'm just not even going to talk about that film. All I remember really was laughing so hard at um, Brian Brown being in it. Is he in that?
0: Yes. Oh, God.
1: He is, oh, what's the, Mr. 300. uh, Jerry Butler? Yeah, Butler, he, uh, I think Brian Brown is his father.
0: Okay. I would say I got to go back and watch, but I'm never going to. (laughs) I made it halfway through the film. I was like, why? Uh, Yeah, I've seen the whole thing. And you don't need to see the rest. <laughs> but I don't remember Brian Brown being in it. I know
1: Jamie Lannister's in it, Butler's in it, and Brian Brown, that's it. And Sewell. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> it's just, I think yelling the entire time. Yes, but, yes. But to get back to this film, a much better film yes. than Gods of Egypt. Yes. Is the ending is... I want, Do you think this is the original ending?
0: I would actually guess so. I don't, that, yeah, I don't know that. This either. I don't know This doesn't feel too Hollywood sterilized to me. This feels more like the ending to this movie, if okay. that makes sense. This feels natural to me. I don't know, though. I don't know if that's true or not.
1: I don't know either. I have no clue. I didn't super research this. Only, like, you know, top layer.
0: Yeah, there's too much on this one, honestly. There's, there's too much stuff on the behind the scenes of this one. <laughs>
1: I also love how William Hurt gives, like, the same performance and everything. Yeah, what... I like William Hurt a lot.
0: So do I. (laughs) But what happened to him where he just started doing the same thing over and over again? Like...
1: I feel like... So what was um, New Lines? You've liked the movie a lot and we've covered it. I just forgot. um, Lost in Space. Yeah. I feel like... I don't know if that's the first role he did of this, but I feel like after Lost in Space... That's William Hurt forever. forever. <laughs> I'm a older, tough man who's yes. intelligent, I'm but sometimes s- I'm a little stuck in my way.
0: Yeah. I'm going to squint my eyes. I'm going to have a gruff voice and I'm going to whisper the dialogue through everything. <laughs> yeah.
1: The only movie I remember him giving a little bit more was History of Violence. Yes. Where he's barely in it, but at the end, he's clearly a very charismatic mafia boss. <laughs> who's, he's he's got a little twist, but he's still basically the same character.
0: Yeah, he does that kind of same thing in that Mr. Brooks with Kevin Costner, too, because he's, like, the bad guy. He's, like, the, the the devil on his shoulder or whatever. So he gets to have a little bit more fun in that, but he's playing basically the same role in Mr. Brooks as he is in History of Violence, though. So
1: <laughs> it's, it's so weird. Uh, he always gives a, a really good, solid performance, but he kind of reminds me of, like... <laughs> Like, he took Kevin Costner's roles if Kevin Costner would, like, slightly turn into a bad guy.
0: Yeah, he he's somewhere between Kevin Costner and Bruce Willis, you know? He's not as yeah. bad as Willis. He's, I don't want to say it's good. Kevin Costner varies, too. But, like, he's somewhere in that spectrum, though. <laughs> yeah.
1: There we go. He's in that spectrum of actors.
0: Yes, yes. So, if, if you guys don't know who William Hurt is, just kind of... Paint that picture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cause you
1: don't need to know who William Hurt is because he's always like, ah, William Hurt's in this film. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And he's I feel like he's in the Marvel movies like that too, where he was in the Incredible Hulk, and I'm like, Huh, William Hurt's in yeah. the Marvel universe.
0: <laughs> 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 and then they bring him back and I'm like, Oh, yeah, William Hurt is in these movies. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a mustache. All right. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Um,
1: I love, in this film, the mystery of trying to find the beach. Right. Uh, what is it called? Shell Beach? Yes. Something like that? Yes. Where they keep getting into like, oh, go ahead. Ask everyone. They know about it, but where is it? And like a taxi driver doesn't know where it is. He goes to a subway and they finally find a poster on a wall and then William Hurt bumps into him and then, um, you know, the hand bumps and Mr. Hand bumps into him and they break through the wall. And I know what they're saying because they're literally breaking the wall, you know, like going off, and it's not the fourth wall, but you know, like they're breaking through into the movie. It's I don't know. There's some type of joke there, but I'm not clever enough to put it together.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> me neither. <laughs> but ba- yeah, basically, you, that's that's exactly what it is. It's sort of like Dark City is is this world. And sort of the goal for everybody is to get out of this world and get to basically their their shell beach. His shell beach is more of a metaphor for breaking out of this than it is actually going to shell beach.
1: I was trying to figure out I go, you know, is Proyo saying like, oh, we're all in a box. We like all these types of movies, let's break out of that box. I was trying to figure if it was much smarter than that, or if they just had a script where it's like, oh no, no, they're trapping everyone in here. Everyone thinks they're in their world, but really they're not. I think
0: it. I think it does have some sort of sociopolitical sort of like we are all being like herded, you know, in a way, and to do you know our grind or whatever. But and we always have like this this uh, uh, hope and we're looking out for like a vacation and whatever this escape. But it's not really an escape from yeah. you know our dark city. I feel like that's sort of the comment that's in there, but.
1: Yeah, yeah that could just be me. So, so online, I saw that like Alex Jones talks about this movie, and I found it and only could make it through thirty seconds of him blabbling. You know, like just, just fucking going off Just everywhere word vomit <laughs> yeah and I'm like I can't do this I cannot that man makes me
0: sick yeah I can't I can't listen to him either <laughs> I had to turn it off no and I'm wait. like
1: not even work. it. With the clip was only three minutes and I made like 23 seconds and yeah. I go nope
0: yeah I can't listen to that fucking idiot <laughs> uh, so
1: if you want to find that find that in your own because I am not linking that bullshit
0: yeah you guys, uh, you guys don't want to see that. Don't no. don't give him any more clicks. You don't need it. Okay. <laughs> but it's funny that he talks about that though, because yeah, they, I think the sociopolitical can be kind of bent any which way to serve your political viewings. Well, you know, so I think that's it could this even be
1: aliens can... or something too. Because I think he like just blurted out, "I'm gonna be aliens." And I'm like, oh no,
0: because
1: <laughs> once you get into the ancient alien people.
0: Yeah, then there's no going back.
1: (laughs) Listen, I get it. There's probably aliens out there. I mean, look how vast the universe is. But don't just make up stories. Yeah. And if you do make up the stories, put them on video. Because then it's, you know, then you can make
0: money. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Um, Yeah, I wonder. So, Alex Pryas made um, Knowing, which is sort of the uh, Scientology movie is it uh kind of uh the one with Nick Cage? Remember that one Nick Cage and the aliens and the kids go with the aliens to Nope. I don't nope. remember that one. It's not that great. It's got some good set pieces in it though. Uh it's got some good visuals. It's kind of Alex Press like flexing his nuts a little bit again, but like <laughs> flexing his nuts. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy that visual. <laughs> um but uh he's he's kind of doing his thing in that one but like the movie's just okay or whatever. But I wonder if this does have that kind of like scientology like aliens type uh viewpoint in this one as well i don't know
1: i don't yeah maybe maybe we should watch that i, I feel like first it's
0: got nicholas cage in, so. <laughs> he's nick cage gives a really fun performance in that one actually and knowing well wow, he gives a fun performance in a lot of movies but he gives not fun performances in some movies, yeah, too, I know. L- lately. They're in your local red box, for sure. <laughs> yeah, where he's clearly
1: just, whatever, give he, me the check. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's all over the place. I didn't understand, well, I, I understood the clocks in this, but visually, they were really pushing the clocks. Yes. Time, and, were, yeah. but
0: like it's like time doesn't exist because it's always dark yeah yeah uh but like you only have so much time i don't know what they're they're trying to say something with the clocks, but i don't i'm not smart enough to mine that out no
1: no but the whole tuning psychic professor x gene gray bullshit i I like that i just don't know why we call it tuning i I, again i'm like "Mm." i don't know if tuning's I, I understood what they were doing. I'm I not had really... give, they had to give some sort of yeah. name to it. <laughs> I just... I don't know. It's just like the ability to change the city, which is awesome.
0: Yeah, this, that's and that's where I think of... That's where I start making the connections like with Inception, the folding of the city, yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but I don't like that movie. I do like this movie.
1: <laughs> you don't like the spinning top?
0: No. I think it's... Uh... I think that's a art movie for uh, the masses, and I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, they knew how to sell it to the general audiences, and that's
1: why they made a fortune. Yeah, I also think that movie is good, but here's here's a curious thing to it. Never rewatched it since.
0: Yeah, it's definitely. Me neither. <laughs> but I didn't like it. I, I was... watched
1: it and I was like, "Ooh, that's saying something." I see what you're doing there. I really like that and all the bending and the the you know all that shit. And I've never
0: rewatched yeah. it since. Like, I will rewatch Dark City again. It'll probably be another 10 years, yeah. but I'll I'll watch it again.
1: No, I feel like I watched this a lot in college and then kind of floated away from it. And every once in a while, I'll revisit it about every five years.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I will revisit this one. Mm-hmm. And I'll get something probably different out of it every time
1: I yeah. watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, oh, that's because the box is changing around you. That's
0: right. That's right. They, the floating v- H- space city. The VHS changes too. <laughs> yeah. Every time you go to put it in. Yeah, the next time the ending changes, you're like, "What the fuck?" I mean, I feel like in a way, I do kind of get something different out of the ending every time I watch it, because it's like, it's not, it's not definite. You know what I mean? Like, you could it could go either way.
1: Well to me that man has way too much power. <laughs> you know he's going to be corrupt as shit eventually.
0: So like you could take it any and this time watching it I did see it more as the uh the happy ending, but sometimes I watch it and I'm like this isn't really a happy ending. You know what I mean? Well, they at least get sun. Yeah. But like is it is it real? You know, you know like is it Oh, yeah. Is it that, real to yeah. them? Or is it, it, you know, like, the, the lines you... But this well, time like, I saw it as a happy ending.
1: Yeah, so. that, that's when it goes into all the bullshit of, like, what is real.
0: Yeah, if it is made to be real for you, is it then just real? You know, like, even if it's crafted for you, is it still... Yeah. Well, that's the Matrix like, thing into yeah, this, yeah. where,
1: you know, um, Joey Pants, he's mm. just like, you know, I put this steak in my mouth, uh, it, it's juicy, it, you know, it's salty, it tastes fantastic... But I know it's not real. And you're like, yeah, but it is real if you think it's real. Yeah. And that's this ending here, I think. Yeah,
0: I yeah. But I took it happy this time. But sometimes I take it as like, well. <laughs> I, you know.
1: I, I feel like, oh, that's nice. He did that. And then I immediately get, you know, just my little mind twisted. And he's like, yeah, but
0: that fucker is going to abuse that power. You And you can take it that. Like, I feel like that's a very valid, like way to think of it you know like what where is this gonna it's happy now but where does it go from here you know like what
1: yeah is he gonna be nice like superman sure he can he can do anything but my superman is gonna <laughs> be fucked up because <laughs> you know he gonna start abusing that power right
0: and maybe and maybe that's what does happen that's maybe. What's, that's what i like about this ending i guess
1: all right that pretty much wraps up our opinions on the film what's yours let us know i I mean do you think this you listeners out there do you think this is an extremely underrated uh film or do you think you're like no it's where it needs to be kind of in the dark shadows
0: yeah i and i'm of that kind of camp where i'm like it's found its audience it's found the people that are gonna like it and uh, and it will continue to find people who like this stuff is it underrated in that like it was a bomb yeah it didn't deserve to bomb no Uh, you know it's a good movie but it isn't for everybody that's just my opinion on it but i i really like it i really like this movie
1: yeah i think you're right i think this movie is for a certain audience and it's pretty much not going to get out of that audience it's it's there which is that's not
0: really a problem with the film you made a sci-fi movie and people who like sci-fi like this movie what more can you ask for
1: <laughs> maybe a little bit more money in the box
0: office yeah yeah, that's about it
1: because <laughs> what i'm reading here is a budget of 27 and the box office of 27.2 which means they lost money right because marketing yeah advertising
0: well then again how much did they market this i well i had seen the trailer so they marketed oh. it enough where okay, eight-year-old right. me still saw this trailer before the internet before the days of the internet so i had seen it i was aware of it i that means you were aware of this film before i was and yeah i was aware of this when this was coming out yeah because
1: i probably I wasn't like it, a, i don't think i was aware of this until like 2000 2001 something like that so you <laughs> eight-year-old you was just like what's what's your problem
0: <laughs> no i think eight-year-old me was like that looks cool and interesting, but like I'm not. I'll just wait. And then to you rent knocked it, it out way. of the way yeah, and yeah. grabbed the mask. Yeah, probably <laughs> exactly.
1: All right, that's gonna wrap it up this week. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, all the stuff that you can get inside your head. We're on all the podcast stuff, and you can um, email us at analogjones, TOF, at gmail Let us know your
0: opinion. Yeah, right I'm in curious. right in on that Facebook. Talk to us. Uh, oh. Get a, get a little. Let's get a little Facebook discussion going of Dark City because I feel like there are some like, extreme opinions on this movie.
1: I'm sure there is. I, I'm sure we can get some too. Let's
0: get a rise out of somebody. <laughs> I hope someone tells us
1: you just don't understand,
0: man. But it's like, what I'm saying, I like the movie. (laughs) I'm saying I don't understand, but I like it. So where do I land there? (laughs) Hopefully we get someone that's
1: more like, "Eh, this
0: movie was shit. Yeah, that's That's (laughs) All right. Tell me why. Tell me why.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's going to do it. So remember to be kind. And rewind.